Welcome to Thriving Through Menopause, where we talk about this time of life, mind, body, and spirit. I'm your host, Clarissa Christensen. Each week, I'm joined by top professionals dropping their tips and advice. Remember, episodes drop every Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. And if you like this podcast, please rate and review it. Thank you, because this helps others to find the show. You can check out our website, find out which episodes are coming up, and get the latest blog and advice by going to my website, thrivethroughmenopause.com, and get ready to thrive, not just survive, through perimenopause and beyond. Welcome to another episode of Thriving Through Menopause. I'm Clarissa Christensen, and today we are in for a treat. You are in for a treat because I am going to be talking to somebody who is so pro-aging, it's wonderful. And she is Gail Gensler from Miami. And Gail, I'm just Thank delighted you so you're much. here. Thank Welcome. you for having me. I'm honored and I'm grateful to have been introduced to you. Exactly. We're introduced through our mutual friend, Deanna. And she said, you have to talk to Gail because she's amazing. And she is really driving a completely different conversation around aging. And by the way, Gail and I are the same age. We're both in our uh, early 60s. I 60 plus, but I am, I am definitively not um, withholding my age. I turned 61 in January, so it's almost my half birthday. So I'm 61 and I'm, I'm very proud to say that and to represent my demographic of midlife women. Indeed, indeed. But Gail, start with your story. I mean, how did you come to be this pro-aging icon? Well, thank you icon. icon. That's very nice. That's a great legacy to leave. Um, when I was 58, I started taking a deeper look at what I was seeing um, for ads and commercials on television. And I started taking notice of the fact that women in midlife even though I didn't know it was called midlife at the time, but women, my contemporary, were being depicted either in a phase of diseased and needing medication of some sort, or um, leading a very sedentary, chill lifestyle. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Certainly anybody that has made it to this point in their life, if that's what they desire, well-deserved. However, I looked at that and I said, where am I? I am definitively not depicted because, as I say, I'm still in beast mode, boxing every day, going to crazy hit classes, leading a very engaged, uh, vibrant life. And I didn't see that. And I thought, hmm, you know, maybe there's something here. And the gym at the time that I was a member of, I brought this to the owner's attention. And I said, you know, it'd be kind of interesting to maybe do some sort of a video together and see if it brings in a different demographic. So it did, we did, it did. And there were people's parents, because there were a lot of 20-something-year-olds, who they showed their moms the videos, and the moms were like, oh, I can do that? And so there was a definitive um, 
ROI on this video. And I thought, hmm, something there. And I went on to Instagram with a different purpose. I've always loved Instagram because I love pictures. Um, and I, I, I started like poking around and I realized that there is this movement of women, mostly women, a few men, but mostly women, um, calling ourselves in the midlife space, if you will, and who are really into this very pro-aging movement. And I made a lot of connections and I jumped on and I didn't really know at the onset where the journey was going to take me. I, I originally thought I wanted to just be an influencer. And then as it rolled out and as these two years have, have passed, two and a half years now, um, I met my now agent, Francesca Panini of Stellar Media Agency. It took a year to meet somebody that I really connected with instantaneously. She was actually the social agent of the gym that I'm now a member and ambassador of Tap Out Fitness in Miami. And um, it just it just kept going. So I became a brand ambassador, a lifestyle influencer. Somebody, a company asked me if I would blog for them. And they said, oh, do you blog? And I said, of course I blog. And of course, I never really kid before in my life. So I called on my daughter, who is a brilliant teacher, and she helped me write my first piece. And then I was published in my first women's platform, which is called The Pro-Age Woman by Mary Frischman. And then it just kind of grew from there. And I've had all these phenomenal experiences of aligning myself with a few brands. I don't have many, and that is on purpose. I don't want to be all over the place. I truly want to be their business partner, the face of their brand. And as it's rolled out, and I've worked with these brands, I'm their model, I'm their spokesperson, um, I've become involved in, in one of the businesses, Rotan Vibes Boutique. I'm now a partner in the Miami uh, edition of that because that's from Honduras. Um, um, I work very closely with clientele skincare, with Live Miami. So, and, and I'm just doing me as I've always done, but now it is with a purpose. And it's been an incredible journey of meeting like-minded, again, particularly women, a few men here or there, um, meeting like-minded women who embrace the same pro-aging mindset that I do. And everybody comes at it from a different way. There's a whole niche of these wonderful fashionistas who give me tremendous inspiration um, because I have a proclivity towards wearing black clothes, New Yorker that I am originally. Um, and uh, just it's, it's just been a great experience. I mean, I've met women like you that, you know, Goodness, I never would have met you had it not been for a journey like this. And it's no. it's heartwarming <laughs> to know that this is a global movement. And um, you know, I, I, I do have my own end goals, which we can discuss after, but the journey to get to these have just it's just been incredible. That's that's such an incredible journey that in two years from sort of looking at what's going on on social and the general message to where you are. And as you've said, there is this growing movement, isn't it, of women like all of us who are saying, you know, I'm not, I'm midlife or I'm a little bit over midlife, but you know what? There's so much life left in this person. The narrative is so different than it was in my mother's time, grandmother's time, obviously. Um, 
But, you know, there's still, it's interesting. I mean, not everybody feels the same. Um, And so my goal really is to use my passion, which is working out. Um, I call myself a fitness enthusiast because I'm not a trainer. I did that once. I don't teach group fitness lessons anymore. I did that. I owned a boxing gym. I did all of that. I don't really have the desire to repeat that. But through my love of fitness, particularly boxing, I know that I inspire so many people. Even yesterday, I was talking to, uh, there was another photo shoot going on in this very picturesque place where everybody does wonderful photo shoots here in Miami called the Miami Design District. Um, and there was this group of, of young girls. They were, t- I was right, they were 10. And so I started talking to the mom of one of them. And when I told her that I was 61, she was like, oh, what? So, you know, and then she she posted a lovely picture of me and thanked me for my inspiration, words of wisdom to her daughter. Um, and so I know that younger generations, such as my daughter, who's about to be 26, will benefit from the legacy I leave. But I, I also hope to inspire and motivate my peers who perhaps find themselves in an odd place in their life. Maybe their lives have changed, right? So people got married and they raised children. Maybe they're divorced. Maybe their children are gone and they find themselves at a crossroads. Perhaps they've lost their identity somewhere along the line and don't know really who they are. So not, you know, if I could just inspire people like that to say, I've just always done me, right? I never stopped. Yes, I was married. Yes, I was divorced. Yes, I have a, I have a wondrous <laughs> child, but I didn't, I never stopped doing me. Um, because it is my journey and, and I feel that I deserve to live my journey, which can include wearing many different crowns. You know, it doesn't have to just be the crown of mom or the crown of wife or whatever. It could be the crown of me and doing all these other things at the same time. You noticed I replaced hats with crowns. Um, queens that we are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. We're wearing our we queens. Are. We're queens now. I said somebody said those, the, we're queen ages. 100%. And I went, ooh, I like So, you that. know, if, if I can inspire <laughs> women to look yeah. at me and say, wow, at 61, she is in full beast mode, then I know that I've left a great legacy. So, you know, it is a, it is a two-pronged thing that I am endeavoring to do, one of which I just described, leaving this legacy. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I have my own personal of course and I love that you use fitness and I mean you really are training a lot harder than I think women think they can train at this age tell me a little bit about your fitness regime because it is amazing if anyone well, thinks I mean look I'm one of those lucky humans I have been athletic my whole life um, so it's always been something that I've enjoyed. It's not like a hardship to have to find the energy or the motivation to go work out. I have that motivation all the time. Uh, uh, when I was young, I was on the tetherball team, the tennis team, the volleyball team, the kicking team. So what retrospectively, when I look back, it's quite logical that boxing and kickboxing is what I love the most. Um, I do hit classes. I did done spinning classes in my time. I mean, I, I'll try anything once because I would say, what's the worst that can happen? You do it once for an experience. You don't like it. You just don't go back. You know, with that. and I've, I've done that multiple times. Yeah. Thank you for the experience. It's not my vibe, but this was lovely. And thanks. Um, 
So for me, I, I love boxing and I am a very early morning woman. So I go to Tapa Fitness Miami Monday, Wednesday, Friday for a 6 a.m. class with my most wonderful coach, Cam Adams. Um, and then on the alternative days, I've been running a bit. Um, not that I love it, but I do it for the challenge. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yes, and it's challenging in the heat and humidity of Miami, even at 6 a.m. It's Right. Yeah. Um, and then on the weekends is when I am, you know, miss um, experiment doing anything. So yesterday there's a new boxing gym that came from New York that's opening called Rumble. Uh, and there was an outdoor workout that was incredible. I did that. Um, the weekend before I trained with somebody, there were some fierce younger women that I'm so impressed with their entrepreneurial spirits. And their, their personal desire to grow and, and leave an impact on the community. So I'll train with somebody, um, go to another gym, uh, what, whatever is out there. I'm constantly looking and taking advantage of whatever's out there. But it's, it's fortunate here in Miami because the weather is conducive 90% of the time to working outside. There's always something going on. There's always another gym opening. So that's that's what I do. I do take a day of rest, which today will be my day of rest. Um, but, you know, it, again, for me, it's pure joy. I am at my most joyful, my most intentional when I am boxing, particularly in the environment that my gym creates. It's, it's like a club. So if you go back to the 80s, you know, when we were club kids, it's just like being in the club with great music and neon lights oh. and yeah, makes makes the experience wonderful. Yeah. That's very true. And I think that's an inspiration because I you know, yes, we see a lot more women coming out and going running and, 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 and weight training, but I think boxing is something that not so many of us uh take on board. And then I think a lot of women retreat to very soft exercises and say oh well I'll just go for a walk and I'm not right. dissing going for a walk you know because walking is good for you it's good for your health and if that's all you can do because whatever you are but but you know going a bit hardcore like you said going beast mode is <laughs> is wonderful I whatever you do to move your body whether you choose yoga or pilates or ballet or you know there, there's so many incredible workouts coming out right now uh, people are taking components of different workouts putting them together like their strength training yoga uh somebody just created a ballet flow with strength training you know Whatever works, and I always say try everything. Every gym will give you one complimentary workout. So try them all until you find something that resonates with you. But boxing really is, in my opinion, the most comprehensive workout. You're getting upper body, lower body, cardio. And what's even more interesting, Kurtza, is that uh, boxing has been shown to help with brain function as we age, because you must memorize combinations, and it is hand-eye coordination. Yeah. And so it's not it's not just the physical component; it's also the mental component that's in there. And you know, that's for me. That's why I would say it's the most comprehensive. But it's my joy, and for me, it's just fun. 
and release a bit yeah. of that stress and how you feel on the bag. Yeah. And it's a, it person. is. It's a great stress relief. It truly is. And of course, once those endorphins get flowing, there's no stopping anybody. I mean, that, that endorphin high mm. is truly something that, that is proven. Absolutely. We know that anytime we work out, we feel good. But what about... Oh. But anyway, talk a little bit about pro-aging because I love that. I mean, that's the difference between, shall we say, the anti-aging. Right. And, and I, can't claim, so I can't claim that. Where you stand um, on I have that. to defer to Mary Frischman, who is the first person I met who called it pro-aging. And it immediately resonated with me because I am not, first of all, anti. You know, anti sounds like I don't want to age. Well, quite the contrary, thank you very much. It is a blessing and a privilege to age, and I would like to continue to age, but it is how we choose to age. You know, aging is a mindset and old is an attitude. So it just depends on how you want to approach it. When I saw that term, I was like, yes, that totally resonates with me. So it's reframing the old adage of, I want to continue to look like I'm 20. No, I, you know, that's not logical, obviously. You know, to, to, to endeavor to look like you're 20, okay, you know, would it be lovely to not have to do anything and not have a line, a wrinkle, a sag, a this, that's sure, but that's not realistic either, right? And so I'm quite logical about it. I do everything I can do so that when I look in the mirror, because it isn't for anybody else, understand it's for me. When I look in the mirror, I'm content with what I see. I know that these things are not for everybody. Not everybody is pro-injectables or pro-plastic surgery. You choose totally up to you how you want to approach it. For me, it works for me, but I'm not endeavoring to look like my daughter. That's ridiculous. So it's a, it's a mindset. And I, you know, I don't subscribe to the mindset that because there's a number attached to me, which is just for me, the number of years I've inhabited the planet. That's all that that 61 means to me. It does not depict how I go about into the universe. I go about being Gale, which is being vibrant and active and 90% of the time being very happy and super positive and embracing anything. You know, uh, uh, the gentleman that owned uh, the company that I've been working for for 23 years in my full-time job always had, when we have a big sign that says, yes, and, you know, you can't write, you can't say yes without smiling. Mm-hmm. So the yes attitude is, no. yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embrace anything that comes my way, which has been helpful in this journey of being a lifestyle model and influencer because I've done things that I just said yes, and then afterwards I was like, you know, what were you thinking? But, you know, it's do it anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What's the worst that's going to happen again is you don't enjoy the experience. You don't do it again. You feel like a fool. Okay, so what? Who cares? Next. Um, so it is, it's really embracing a, a yes attitude about life. And I never say I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm, I'm not too anything, right? I, 
I use my logic. So knowing that I've had from all the years of boxing, because I've been boxing since 1999, knowing that my left shoulder from constantly throwing very hard, you know, jabs is compromised a little bit, I'll modify things, but that's it. It doesn't stop me from doing the workout. I just use my knowledge of what works for my body. I listen to my body as, as it is said, and I modify things, and that's it. So, but adopting a yes attitude of whatever comes your way, why not? The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. Yeah, and, I, and that is fantastic pro-aging. I think that's, we see that, Gail, in people who live to be much older than us. That's been their mindset that they, yes, I can. It rather than, oh, now I'm too old and I need to sit in a chair. They keep going. These are the people that are running a marathon at 80, who are pumping iron in the gym in their 70s, writing books, starting podcasts, doing all sorts of things. When they're older than us, 10, 15, 20 years older than us, they right. still and, believe and they Additionally, can. I will add that with the wisdom of the years, we, you know, for me, I realized at this point that now that I've raised my daughter and she's a wonderful adult, um, and I've really done all those types of things, I found that I wanted another purpose. So I have discovered living a purpose-driven life, right? Aside from the obvious goals that we have, of, you know, having a, a lovely life and obviously at work. I endeavor to be the best leader that I can with my staff and add value to my company all the time. And I still love going to work. I really do. I am definitely not ready to retire. I don't know what I would do with myself. There's only so much you can work out. And if I left to my own devices, I would probably shop too much. So I'm, I'm actually, it's safer for me to go to work anyway. Um, but, I, you know, again, a purpose-driven life and leaving a legacy and, and doing my best to change this narrative, which is such an archaic way of looking at things and these things that society says we should do, whoever wrote these rules, it's such hogwash. Like, you know, society should never determine what we look like, how we live, the things we like to do, the workouts we love to do. They sh it should never be a rule that because you're this age, you should or shouldn't be doing X, Y, or Z. That's ridiculous, in my opinion. So, you know, to have a purpose to change that is great. And to keep on reaching for new goals. I always say it's never too late and you're never too old to, to reach for another goal and reach for the stars. And as my sister-in-law reminded me, my goal now is something that I spoke about, apparently. I spoke about, like, 35 years ago. And I was like, no, her name is Marisha. I said, you know, you're right. I actually did talk about this a long time ago. But 
I didn't have the confidence and I didn't have the security within myself and the purpose that I understand now. I was too young to execute this vision that I have now. And it just, again, it comes with the wisdom of the years of being on the planet. Yeah. Indeed. And I think we sometimes think that we have that wisdom at 30, but we don't because we are so caught up with doing other important things at that time, which is having raising our children, building certain careers, you know, doing other things sometimes for other people, and that's okay. But now you're right, Gail, we can have a new purpose that is completely different and much more about us than it has maybe about Correct. others. And, and I read time. a lot of things where you know people are saying that you deserve these things and it should be about you and it's not selfish. No, it's not. It is not. I mean, as far as I know, this is the journey we get. Mm -hmm. I don't know what comes after. I can only talk about right now. And I want to maximize my journey mm -hmm. and I want to extract as much joy as I can from what is put in front of me. So I would never think that I'm being self-centered or selfish or that I don't deserve. So I deserve everything. I deserve to experience and have it all. Why not? Now, of course, I understand. Like everybody comes to the table with different um, backgrounds and what they, what they, how they were brought up and the kind of emotions they were brought up with. I'm very blessed and grateful that I had parents that instilled a tremendous sense of self-confidence in me. So, you know, I, I know that I'm ahead of the yeah. game in that regard, and I worked very hard to also instill that in my daughter and try not to add some of my neuroses as well uh, so, that, so that she's not <laughs> caught up because we do grow up in different times, right? The um, What yeah. we were supposed to look like was very different when I was growing up in New York. I mean, mm -hmm. certainly there was not this wonderful time of inclusivity where there are so many different looks, shall we say, you know, that are embraced and are looked upon in a very positive way. Um, there was one look that, you know, I grew up with. And so to shed yeah. some of those neuroses are things that I've had to work on too my entire life. But brings it back to the end of, you know, in this age of inclusivity, the only thing that's not embraced globally, but for this wonderful group of midlife women like you and I, is is aging yep. and to reframe it and to change yep. the narrative. And that's mind-blowing to me because, look, you're either a color skin or not a color skin, Right. You're either a specific ethnicity or you're not. Uh, those who have been born with disabilities, you, you are or you're not. Um, those who choose to, to question and change their gender, that's a very specific journey. So all a, a body type, right? Very specific journeys. But the one journey that we all hopefully get to take together, if we are privileged mm -hmm. enough, is to age. So why is that not yeah. looked upon as something hugely positive as opposed to brands <laughs> pandering to young people, trying to engender loyalty yeah. from young people who, as we know, um, you know, 
something's hot today, it's not tomorrow, right? They can love your brand today and tomorrow <laughs> yeah, it's not the cool thing anymore. Um, so instead of no. looking at midlife women who have lived this tremendous life and have earned money and have had wonderful careers and say, well, let me show someone like Gail, right, who is living this tremendous life authentically, right, not your conventional model yeah, yeah. of 10 yeah. foot tall with legs up to here. No, and, no. You know, I work hard at being fit and uh, taking advantage of the blessings I've been given in my body. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's really where I'm going with this whole thing, particularly with fitness brands, uh, because fitness brands don't show yes. somebody like me. And I don't understand because... Well, not typically. No. Not typically, Gail, they do. They're, they're obsessed with young people. And, it, and it's really interesting because, you know, most household decisions are made by midlife women. We hold most of the power and profit is held in our hands. And so brands should be wanting to show us because when we see a brand with someone like you there, Gail, then we say, well, that person looks like me. That person's my age. Oh, I'm going to buy that brand. And we, once we like a brand because of where we are, we tend to be a right. bit more loyal to it too. We, if it works and it delivers, we keep There's on, a great statistic on. for everybody who's listening to this podcast. Uh, women control, uh, midlife women control 64% of global spending. That is a lot of money. And so when you look at the big fitness brands and they're showing you $200 leggings, should one be so inclined to spend that money? Not me, but okay. Um, why would you not show it on somebody that is relatable, authentic, real, so that if you go in that brick and mortar store or you see the ad online and you see somebody like me, you can say, okay, you know what? Those $200 leggings look pretty good on her. She's not perfect, but they look pretty good on her. I think I'm going to go and try those on and perhaps purchase them. So, you know, that's, that's my end goal right. is to represent my very powerful demographic with the big fitness brands uh, so that we can be included in this. And that would be the legacy that I want to leave. And so hence I do some of the crazy things that I'm doing. And since I don't, <laughs> I don't think your audience is, is going to be here in Miami, I will let you in on a little secret no. that I've not let out yet. It will come out next month, but I am a contestant in the Ms. Senior Florida pageant. So it's really yes. out of my comfort yes. zone, but anybody that follows me on Instagram at Gail Gensler Official knows that at the beginning of this year, I did say 2022 was my year of really pushing boundaries for myself and making myself super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that is the epitome of being uncomfortable. Um, but I'm doing it and I'm, I'm actually really excited. And again, it is you know, they use the term senior, which I take a little bit of exception with because a senior in the United States means that you are eligible to receive Medicare, which is 65. 
But to qualify for this particular yeah. Patrick, you needed to be 60. So they started talking to me about this last year, but I was I was too young. <laughs> I was too young. So, <laughs> you were too young, but now you're now it. you're there, you Gail. So that yeah, is exciting. So you know what? That's, that's coming up, and um, I just was on another cover of a magazine, which is called Sew so Niche Magazine. It was the premier edition of the magazine on the East Coast. Uh, it's very big out on the West Coast, yeah. but. Uh, the premiere edition just dropped a week or so ago, uh, so I'm very excited about that. I, I had another magazine cover this year, too, Best Holistic Life, which I would strongly recommend to anyone. Janice Short is, uh, she's beyond. I mean, she is my, she for those Star Wars yeah, fans out yeah. there, she is my Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, Oh yeah, I mean, I know, I know Jana too, and I've been on her podcast, and she is great. So I'm definitely yeah. with you all the way there, Gail. Best holistic life, fantastic stories, great podcast, yeah. great amazing, magazine. amazing. So yeah, so it's been 2022. Is is I'm I'm executing on my projections for this year. The culmination being this crazy pageant. So stay tuned. You'll see when I when I break the news here yeah. in the United States, right? Everybody will see it on my Instagram and my Facebook and my LinkedIn and TikTok. So it'll it'll be there eventually. It will be. And I think, Gail, that just says that, you know, you want to connect with you, connect with you on social, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Big places to connect. Yeah, Instagram is my well, sure. certainly my favorite. I've always had a predilection towards pictures, um, so that really is my favorite. I, I obviously am on LinkedIn and, and Facebook, and I do dabble in TikTok just because, although it's not, it is truly not my favorite platform, quite frankly. But uh, yeah, <laughs> not me. I haven't not quite worked favorite. it out yet. <laughs> I get it. I, I do. But it's, it certainly is not my favorite. I am an Instagram aficionado, so that's. That is the best place, and it is a relatively new account. I think I mentioned to you that at the end of last year, I was hacked, uh, held for ransom on my original account. He decimated me. So um, it is it is a new account. It is Gail Gensler Official. There we are. Gail, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this snapshot of your amazing pro-aging support your purpose and and your vision and we're very excited for you Thank to be you in this so much too. it was great speaking with you i'm excited to connect with a different audience because i know that you know you are you are on the other side of the world from me and so i think it's it's exciting and again heartwarming to know that this is a global mission this pro-aging mindset to deliver this narrative and this message is global. And it just goes to show, you know, you can be where you are. I can be here where I am. And yet we're sharing the exact same vision for the future. And mm -hmm. that, that, that yeah. makes everything worth it, all the hard work. It sure does. It sure does. Thank you Thank so you. much, Gail, for being here.